Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. All right, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! Before we proceed to our next episode for Retail Fashion Business, which is a connection to the last episode of Analyze Your Brand, I just want to give a quick shout out to Clyde for sending me this Sneaker Care Essentials Pack, which we'll do another review separately because there's a lot inside of this box. And I think it retails for under 4,000 pesos only. But shout out to Clyde for this. You might be surprised with how your vision for your brand could change after completing your analysis. That's why it's very important to analyzing your brand. And in this episode of Retail Fashion Business, I'm going to continue with teaching you the basics of the SWOT analysis, which is one of my favorite types of analysis, the strength, weakness, opportunities, and threats. If you're ready, let's talk more about the SWOT analysis. Well, this is in connection to the last episode, which is researching and analyzing your competition, which we'll put a link there. Building a SWOT analysis, it's a chart. S-W-O-N-T. After studying your competition in your segment in retail fashion or any business, you complete a SWOT analysis to help determine your next plan of attack. Because you can't just go into war not knowing what your enemies or who your enemies are in your business. The SWOT stands for strengths with an S, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Which I'll go in more detail with you in each one of them. Think of it as a beginning guide to SWOT analysis. So let's go, of course, first with your strengths for your business. So number one, know what advantages does your brand have, such as maybe location or a unique product that you may have or a unique market that you've cornered. So that's a strength for you. A lot of things that makes you different from another brand whatsoever. Another thing is what do people in your market see you as your strength? So it would be good to ask, for example, people in your industry and ask them what makes your brand stand out compared to the others and if people can say much about what stands out then that's something that we should talk more about because you need to know now your weaknesses which we'll go on later another thing is what to do better than anyone else because as a strength it could be something that you're above average compared to the others which you can further build upon it talks about focusing more on your strengths rather than your weaknesses another thing is knowing what other resources you may have that others do not have. Like, for example, you have a very good creative director. Some other brands don't have a great creative director for their brand or, you know, great shipping services or customer service. For example, also um, low-cost resources that you may have compared to others. For example, your shirt costs only to make, let's say, 120 pesos compared to your competition that makes it for 300 pesos as cost. So that's an advantage that you may have. Or talents that you already know. Like, your friend is, you know, one of the most famous celebrities here in the Philippines. That could be a strength as well. A lot of things come into play and some of these things you won't even realize until you've thought about it. Or perhaps you have a certain technology that you know in terms of printing compared to others that you don't want to share. It's a secret of yours. So that's a strength. So a lot of things. Let me know what your strengths are in the comment section as well. It may be helpful to share that as well. Next thing is your weaknesses. While a lot of people don't want to go into the nitty-gritty of knowing what their weaknesses are, it's great to know 
where your brand is not good at. Why? Because knowing what your weaknesses are means that you can either one, hide your weakness and two, improve on your weakness and then it eventually becomes a strength. Get what I mean? Find out what number one is the disadvantage that your brand has compared to the other competition. What do people in your market see you or your weakness as compared as to what their your strengths are? Next thing is what you could actually improve on as a brand. If you're below average in terms of customer service, maybe improve that rating of three out of five to maybe four. That's huge already. Another thing is what factors lose you sale? Like, is it bad customer service? Like, do you don't respond within the next 24 hours? Maybe you respond within three days, which is horrible. Maybe change that with getting someone to answer inquiries for you. And that could be a great improvement in terms of your sale. The small things matter. And that's why we're doing the SWOT analysis. And lastly, things that you should avoid doing. Putting too many photos on your content and sharing what new products you may have. It gives like a negative vibe, for example, that, you know, you, you're sharing too much instead of having so much mystery instead so that people will get interested more in your product. So it goes sometimes as a disadvantage or a weakness. So there, that's W now in the SWOT analysis. Let's move on now to the next thing, which is O, which is opportunities. So you want to think of what opportunities can you spot, where you can be better at, where you can expand. The goal always for your brand and your business is to always be expanding in good increments, not right away or not too slow, just about right. So you have to know what opportunities you can spot for your business. Another thing is what interesting trends do you have that you see that you can take advantage on or you are aware that your competition is not something to look at. Another thing is what local events can you leverage off? Now that events are coming out left and right, it would be great to see whatever events there are upcoming a month from now, three months from now, six months from now. For example, today is May and you're already looking forward, like for example, a 10-10 Lazada sale or the 11-11 sale or the 12-12 sale. How about bazaars or events that are upcoming there or maybe back to school events in June if your brand covers like the young ones? A lot of ideas come into place and you want to ask yourself, are there changes in the following? We're in technology and and markets can both be broad and also in terms of being it narrow in scale. Check if there's improvements in technology in the way you print or your laser etching skills are. I don't know. There's so much technology there is now in terms of making clothes, for example, or making a specific new type of product. There could be other new government policies as well in your field. Like you have a client that now the government is not allowing their kind of product to be sold in the country. So now they have to change how they market their products because now it's illegal to sell a certain product that they have. So now they have to kind of change the gameplay in a different way. Know that it's an opportunity rather than probably a weakness for you. Another thing is social patterns. Are there social patterns in types of what's hype and what's not? Population, it changes, preferences of people, priorities, profiles, and lifestyle factors that are being done or influenced by social media influencers. That's an opportunity for you as well. Like the latest trend in social media, what are those? It's an opportunity for you to capitalize on. And lastly, specifications of your products and services. What part of those can you improve on? That's an opportunity for you. Knowing the opportunities is goes a long, long way in growing your brand. So that's O for opportunities. And lastly, we go to letter T, which is the threats in your brand or your business or your company. Number one, you want to know what obstacles you currently are facing. The state the obvious and not so obvious for 
for you? Is it internal or is it external? Like the previous video that we talked about. What other changing technologies and trends that might threaten you? Like for example, if AI could replace your manpower and it's it could be a bad thing because the personalization becomes obsolete. I don't know. AI for me is a weird type of topic. It's very polarizing to some. Maybe we could talk about that in a separate episode. But other thing is what your competitions are or your competitors are doing a lot better than you probably are. Maybe the style of stitching that they do, the packaging of your competition might be a lot better. I mean, I have so many things in my mind that could be better than what you're actually doing now as a brand. That's why we do this kind of analysis to know where you're not doing so well compared to your competition. Another factor is in terms of financials is if you have bad debt or cash flow problems, like you don't know how to manage your funds, you might have to hire an accountant, you know, and pay a certain amount to get a proper accountant for your brand if your funds are not going to where they're supposed to be. Or, you know, if you say you don't have a budget for marketing, that could be a problem for your brand as well. So there's something to look at as a threat that can turn to an opportunity for you. And lastly, could any of your weaknesses perhaps seriously threaten your business into going bankrupt or closing or shutting down? Right now, what do you think could be a factor in your company being shut down or, you know, being bankrupt in the next few months or maybe few years? Know about that. Well, it's a good way to find out as a threat her business. So that's the fourth one, which is threats. In the end, doing a SWOT is really a huge effort on your part to do it constantly, maybe even quarterly, or before you even start your own brand, or after you've run your brand for the past maybe six months at least. And a SWOT analysis can be timely. It could be overwhelming too, to do at the start. Like I remember when I first did a SWOT analysis for my brand, it was very, very difficult. But as you do it and practice it and continue doing it, it helps you understand and you get better at it. And it makes you have an eagle eye on what's going on with your brand. You have a full depth analysis of what goes on in your brand because I believe more in data rather than emotions. Does that make sense? And your company which could very well make the difference between your company flourishing or failing. And it gives you ideas to make better choices for your brand as well. Question of the day, what do you think can a SWOT analysis do for your brand? Would it be very helpful for you? And where do you think you can use it for your business? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast podcast episode if you found value in today's episode make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and i'll do my best to repost or comment on it follow me on instagram at antonio Jr. leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my youtube channel coach antonio aguirre jr i'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode all right peace